Welcome to the Synthetic Biology Podcast, brought to you by the UK Centre for Mammalian Synthetic Biology at the University of Edinburgh. In this episode, we are joined by Dr. Elise Kasha, a lecturer in synthetic biology at the University of Edinburgh. We chat about her research and how it can help us to understand the role of immune cells called macrophages in the progression of cancer. We also hear a little bit about an interesting fusion project. But first, what got Elise interested in the field of synthetic biology? So I became interested in synthetic biology through a job advert, really. So the project was aimed at um, constructing novel genetic circuits in cells to drive or control specific cellular behaviors. So, for example, getting cells to adhere to one another or getting cells to fuse to one another. So it was really the first time I read the terms synthetic biology. So my curiosity got picked. I read around the subject. Also, yeah, I think I really was partly interested in the technical challenge of engineering cells that appealed to me, but also, I suppose, by the incredible possibilities that this new field could open up. In the main project we are working uh, uh, in the lab at the moment, we want to be able to detect interactions between macrophages and cancer cells. And this is because we know that macrophages are important for cancer cells to establish uh, secondary tumor sites. But macrophages are an incredibly heterogeneous group of cells. And so uh, being able to distinguish which subtypes is responsible for this interaction with the cancer cells and enabling them to establish um, uh, tumor sites is quite challenging. So what we want to do is we want to build cells that can detect and report on their contact with macrophages and with particular macrophages subtypes so that we can map um, these interactions and understand their importance for uh, metastasis establishment. So how does someone actually, how do you engineer a cell? To do this, um, we need to basically build cells that react the way we want. Um, And this is quite a slow and painful process because to do this, first, we need to design um, the new biological parts that the cell will need to fulfill a particular behavior. Then we need, once they're designed, we need to construct them into the cells and through um, DNA. So we use DNA as building blocks. So we need to make sure that the DNA circuit we insert in cells are behaving the way we want. And so there's a long process of selecting, isolating cells and then testing them um, to see that they react. And this will be done sort of in a Petri dish? Yes, so is in vitro. To be sure that this works first uh, in vitro, there's a lot of testing to be done. And then once this is done, we can move in animal models. And in animal models, what we can do is um, engineer cancer cells um, in, in models of metastasis in mice. And then we can, after um, letting those cancer cells interact with different macrophages, we can collect those cancer cells and then test them um, to see if they have or not contacted previously some macrophages. This is quite far away. <laughs> we are still very much in the in vitro phase. Um, when it comes to synthetic cells in a body, then we need to be extremely careful. Um, There's always a level of uncertainty associated with engineered cells and also associated with their long-term behavior in vivo. 
Yeah, no, that's really interesting because um, you're essentially putting in, I guess, this living cell, this engineered cell. It's alive. It's replicating. And essentially, it can just go off on its own evolutionary path, right? And that in itself could actually cause cancer. Exactly. We need to make sure that they are safe and they're stable. Or at least that they can be easily removed from the body or possibly easily suicided in the body. So in vitro already, they can be useful for um, diagnosis or screening purposes. But in vivo, we could imagine that those cells that are able to detect contact could tell us maybe where the contact happens, when the contact happens in real time, or even why not uh, start a therapeutic program. So maybe asking the cell to, or to produce some sort of therapeutic outcome. Yeah, no, that's, that's really, it's really interesting. One thing as well that I was going to ask about was this inter-kingdom fusion, sort of between yeast and mammalian cells. So this is, um, this is a project in collaboration with artists and um, social scientists, where we, so it's called the Crossing Kingdoms project. And in this project, we're trying to fuse um, mammalian cells and yeast cells. So the scientific reason for creating these hybrid cells um, is to find a way to channel large chunks of DNA into mammalian cells. And this is because large DNA circuits um, or even entire synthetic chromosomes can be engineered and they are usually assembled in yeast cells first. Um, so where basically you've got smaller DNA fragments that are concatenated into larger and larger fragments and at some points need to be channeled into mammalian cells. So there's a big part of synthetic biology aiming at building uh, cells from the bottom up. At the moment, um, it's definitely easier to do with bacterial cells that have a much smaller genome. But in the future, we want to be able to maybe engineer eukaryotic cells and bigger cells. And so the amount of DNA that is needed is, mu is much larger. Because obviously with synthetic biology, it is a subject that is viewed as very much pushing the boundaries and uh, yeah so to, to link up with some social scientists as well I can see the I can see the obvious link there yes exactly um them more interested in the questions that those new hybrid cells um raise so for example where do those hybrids belong in the biological world and uh, the biological realm um do they impact society and also they were very interested in trying to study the interactions between our different disciplines and trying to see if we achieve interdisciplinary fusion as well. For the artists, for them, they are more interested in the fusion process itself and they want to explore through art what really it means to have those new inter-kingdom hybrids. Thank you to Elise for such a fascinating discussion. Be sure to join in to future episodes of the Synthetic Biology Podcast. Our work is funded by the BBSRC, EPSRC and MRC and the UK Research Council's Synthetic Biology for Growth Programme. 
Elisa's work is also funded by the Wellcome Trust University of Edinburgh Institutional Strategic Support Fund and the University of Edinburgh's School of Biological Sciences.